Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to Turn It Up, a brand new show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds, R&B, rap, jazz, soul, gospel, even country. But the primary reason for Turn It Up is to feature and help independent artists that take it to the next level by showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks, to help your track stand out like the pros, and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week, we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks that you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So let's stop playing. Get your demo together and get ready to turn it up. If you just click the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. So give us a call. Here's the number, 347-326-9470. Or if you like, you can Twitter me your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. Saddle Brown, hailing from Lincolnton, North Carolina, grew up in meshed in country, the music, and the lifestyle. It's a classic tale of a hot young talent learning his craft in the heart of the South. Over the years, he became a regular part of the house band at Yesteryears in Charlotte, North Carolina. He also appeared several times as a special guest on the Ken Linker Variety Television Showcase. His poise and charisma in front of the camera even earned him a spot as co-host for over a year. Saddle Brown entered the Queen City Talent Search at Cricket Arena in Charlotte, North Carolina, and by the time he'd watched the first 58 contestants rap, he realized he might have signed up for the wrong competition. Walking onto the stage wearing a cowboy hat, the hip-hop crowd started laughing, and it didn't get much better when his backing CD started skipping. Saddle kept on going, saying, well, I guess the sound system's only set up for rap. 
that's okay, I don't need it. He launched into an acapella reading of Tim McGraw's Angry All the Time, and the crowd loved it. He ended up taking first place and the $10,000 check. But that's just Saddle Brown. Nothing stops this guy. Saddle Brown, welcome to Turn It Up. Hey, what's up, man? Let's turn it up. Turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Saddle Brown, uh, thanks for coming by. Really appreciate you taking time out, especially on short notice. And say hello to my co-host, The Leo. What's up, Mr. Leo, man? Glad y'all guys called me out. What's going on, Mr. Brown? It's good to okay, have you, man. <laughs> you know, we, we just had a chance to do some background on you and, and um, sort of uh, get a gist of, of what this uh, African-American country singer is all about and this is amazing you know tell us a little bit about what's different for you that you might feel that um you know maybe some challenges being um an african-american country western singer well i don't I don't know if you definitely would call it you know um challenges and stuff like that you know everyone's going to have the ob- obstacles white mm-hmm. black green in the industry period mm-hmm. and that's but that's for me i guess the challenge is that uh you know getting to nashville getting mixed to where the Super Bowl of country music is and uh when you get in you gotta get where get in where you fit in and you gotta know how to stand out. And I think being black is an asset but uh you know, fortunately these days that that's that's not the that's not a priority. It's just you just have to be good at what you do and you know, when your time comes it's gonna it's gonna come, you know, and it's just inevitable. You can't stop it when it gets there. Yeah, you know something, um, Saddle. I uh, I made a point of finding people who did not like country music and letting them hear your track, oh, and everyone loved it. That's good, right there. Man. You know, I mean, so and I know it's not just me. I had to prove that to myself because as soon as I heard it, I said, "Man, this is nice." I'm I gotta admit, I'm not a country music fan. My wife is, so I you know I definitely um you know check it out from time to time, but. Man, I, I was very, very impressed with not just your style, the lyrical content, and um, just the way you deliver it. It's unbelievable. Thanks, man. Thanks. I try to, uh, you know, uh, talk about things as real. Uh, I write all my own material. I compose all my own music. So I do a lot of things, you know, just on hand, you know, and I, um, I like to listen to people, like you said, that don't like country music and get their input because it's easy to get somebody to agree with you that's your friend or, you know, or they got personal feelings or whatever, but when you get outsiders, it's just more real when they go, they give you a valid opinion, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's interesting because when I, when I um, you know, did my background research on you and looked at what some of these people are saying about you, it's your performance, and your charisma on stage is what's blowing everybody away as well. Oh, yeah, because uh, when I came to Nashville, that was one of the reasons I actually came to Nashville. Uh, you know, and thank God for my brother, Lamar and Derek, they kind of pimped me. They was like, hey, man, you're going with us to Nashville. You sing, and we're going to be here for a job, <laughs> and, and we're going to see where this thing goes. And I actually got into a talent show at the uh, Opry Mills um, Hotel, my uh, first visit to Nashville, I got on stage. I wasn't prepared because I didn't even know it was a talent show. I just seen cameras and everything all in the mall. And I went up to the guy that said, Country Western Show. I said, are y'all having a show? He said, yeah, you don't want to get in this because it's the finals. But if you want to, you know, you can sign up. And I was like, cool. So I had to run and, you know, go buy a CD track and play the, play the demo and just grab the Tim McGraw song off of that one, too, actually. Tim McGraw happens to be one of my favorite artists. And I got up there on stage, and, and lo and behold, I won first place in that show, too. I said, so I'm definitely moving to Nashville now. <laughs> now, walk us through the story where um, you entered this competition and there was a, um, a crowd of people who came to see rappers and hip-hop artists. And tell us. <laughs> a little bit about how you eventually won them over. What were you thinking being on stage? Well, it, that was the weirdest thing that had ever happened because they advertised it on the uh, radio. They were inquiring that, you know, country artists in different groups, male solo artists, group and all this stuff. They had it in categories. And when I went there, you had to audition that morning. And it was it was packed, but they they were separated in lines, so I really couldn't tell if there was any other people that would appear to be singing country music. And so when I went up there, I sung, and the guy was like, "Wow, you're definitely different. We're gonna have you here tonight, and and good luck." And he gave me the card. Now I, I walked out, and everybody was like, "Whoa, he got the yellow card." Because I had on I was the only one at the time. I noticed someone was a little odd that had on cowboy hats and a boot, you know, and boots and stuff. <laughs> and so and uh, so I went went back home, and I said I made it to the show. I came back to the show, kind of fun. 
morning when I got into the little dorm where we had to wait before we went on stage, all these rappers was going up there, and I'm like, whoa, I really made a mistake. And they started freestyle rapping in the back, you know, practicing with each other, seeing who had the best flow before they hit the stage. And this one guy, he looked at me while he was rapping, and he said, I'll take that cowboy hat and then take his boots and, you know, stick it up your butt. They made me like the spectacle. And I was like, okay, let me walk over here to this side. And so I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, you know, like, okay, I'm in the wrong place to even book the odds up in here, you know what I mean? So I kind of walked walked off to the side, and I said, okay, well, when I get on stage, I'm just going to do my thing. So, of course, I went there with the super butterflies, you know, and I got up on the stage, and this is the cricket scene arena, uh, the old Charlotte, Charlotte Coliseum. I got up there, and I, when I walked on stage, the guy gave me an introduction. He really didn't say much, so that didn't really help. And when I walked up there and I lit into this country song, everybody just kind of stood in awe. You know, guys was kind of back just staring. But And before the song even started, I said like three words. The CD started scratching. And I was like, you know, I, I just literally, my body just went numb. And I said, hold up, hold up. I had to say, How, what was Saddle Brown doing? I just stopped it, and I said, hold up. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, listen, I'll tell you what. I said, how about this? I see y'all don't have this CD set to country music, so how about y'all let me do it the way I was planning on doing it anyway? And I just started ripping it, and I called a girl out in the crowd, you know, kind of just towards the stage and started kind of just serenading a cappella dude. And, and before you know it, you know, you know, black folks, we, we love, you know, to see people with heart. We love to see yeah. people with stress yeah. and yeah. see people under pressure. And when they see you don't fold, then they all about you. And I right. want them open just by being me. <laughs> You know, yeah, wow. that's awesome, man. Wow. That was a story right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A real story. yeah. And, and you know, that's pretty incredible too that to be able to um, win people over too, because a lot of times people won't give you the attention to really hear what you're doing when they get their mind set. You know, and you, you know, going against a hostile crowd. You know, we all seen the live at the Apollo, man. Once they start oh, booing, it's hard to get them to stop. So that's yeah, that, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. But it was funny. It, it, let me tell you something else to that story. I'm, I'm, it has a conclusion. Mm-hmm. I actually, after I sung, I, I knew I'd done a good job, but I didn't think the the crowd would, would be receptive. So I told the guy that came with me. Uh, his name's Roswell Ramsour, my sister's uh, husband. I said, listen, dude, I'm getting out of here. I don't even want to sit in this crowd and watch the rest of the people because, you know, I still thought that, well, he pulled it. They looked at me like, oh, he pulled it off, but blah, 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 you know. So I left, and I went, and I went to the house, and next thing you know, he comes knocking on the door, and, you know, the big publishing house check that you got to smile with, not the actual check, but it says right, right. Saddle Brown across the top, you know what I'm saying, $10,000. You know what I mean? So, and wow. I was like, "Are you serious?" He said, "Dude, you shouldn't have left. I had to walk up there and get this." He said, "I, I sat there to the end. I knew you had a chance." He said, "The guy got on the microphone and just said, this was a talent show." He said, "Everybody in here was doing what everybody else was doing. This guy right here, and he came, twisted the game against all odds, and all my judges <laughs> voted him number one." So that's how I enjoyed down there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, now you know I got to see the behind the music. Now we 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 got the exclusive behind the music. So I, I wanna, yeah, I, I definitely got to see this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. That that is crazy. Well, it's it's you know we got a lot of people who haven't had a chance to um, hear you sing now, all wound up and they're they're ready. And um, oh, cool. the first one we want to do is the um, welcome to the pit. So tell us a little bit about this and. Well, let's just wait a second for a second. Talk about how many songs you've written. Okay, well, man, I tell you what, I've been writing since, uh, uh, dude. I was writing when I was like in, you know, like the fifth grade. I used to take like songs and do like little cliches. That's how I started writing. I would take songs, change the words to my words, and then sing them to people in the same melodic, you know, of the song. Then I just started, and I, as I started writing them, I watched the format of how I was writing these songs. You know, like verse, chorus, verse, and I noticed the first verse was always compatible in the in the second verse in the same spot. So the first verse, I said, okay, this is a pretty unique way of writing songs. And then they would have the tag and the bridge, and I said, let me try this. And I just started, you know, humming and stuff and creating my own little songs and I used to call some of my little high school friends and hey how you like this song and uh, and I would sing it to them and that's how I discovered my writing ability actually just doing renditions mm. of people's stuff you know and and that's how I got into the big writing field and the next thing you know I just started reading books on how to write them properly and then I started hooking up with musicians and one thing just developed to another wow wow that's awesome man I'm, yeah, well, I'm ready. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Well, give us a quick intro into Welcome to the Pit. Okay, I'll try to make it as quick as possible because that's a serious song, man. It's still, it's like I'm the like the personification of optimism and being, you know, relentless, you know, and unyielding in adversity, you know, in in spite of oppositions, you know, man. It's like when obstacles occur, you know, some people, you know, they would probably submit, you know, and just give up on everything, their dreams and stuff. But you know, I like a challenge, man, and and I'm pretty persevering and. It's just one of those things, man, that uh, Welcome to the Pit just defies my struggle, defies how, uh, you know, aggressive I'm going to be, and I'm not going to yield to anyone. And, and lo and behold, you know, it's all paying off in the end, but we'll get into that. But Welcome to the Pit is as real as it comes, man. All right. Here it is on Turn It Up, Saddle Brown with Welcome to the Pit. Right there. <laughs> oh man, it, it is amazing. And how long have you been singing? Oh man, since well, you know, my mom, she's a minister, and um, I've been singing in the church, and you know, since I was a kid, and I used to, you know, sing a little kids choir, and so I took it, you know, I got it on, and she's always singing, and I just kind of followed her trail, you know. Wow, that's something. You know, all three of us are preachers' kids. Um, the Leo oh, wow. as well as yeah myself so that that's very interesting Good yeah. Deal. yeah yeah so and how long have you been actually playing the guitar and um uh, you know what I, 
it's funny, I don't even play an instrument. I I write music in the most abstract way, that the most unorthodox way you can imagine. I take the music, I put it in my head, and I come up with, you know, sounds that, that, that I just go to the guy that produces the music. I sing my songs to him, and he sat down in front of me, and we just wing it back and forth. I'll sing it, and I'll say, I want it to go here. I can tell them where I want it to go, but I can't play the instrument. They'd be like, for you not to play an instrument, uh, you really write good songs that have, you know, different melodies that's, that's not repetitional that you hear in the industry. And so it's just one of those things, man. It's kind of like that little sacred gift, man. That's all I can say about that. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you know, that, well, that kind of blows out one of my questions. I was going to ask you, how do you play guitar without breaking it? Oh, well, I never did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, hey, have if you ever, seen this guy's hey, Hey, if you ever see me breaking it, I'm faking it because I sure ain't playing it. Hell, <laughs> uh, man, you got to see the pictures we posted on Facebook of this guy, man. He he is uh, kind of cut up, man. <laughs> uh, I, I, I stay in the gym, man. You know, I, I have a uh, thank God, you know, I have a cousin, uh, Shannon Blake. He's also on fa- uh, Facebook and uh, best friend Nathan Fieldbeck. These guys are, are personal trainers, and they keep me in the gym. They stay at it, and and they just refuse to let me just wither away because, you know, the career at first in the beginning didn't jump off when I wanted it to. And it's like, you can't sit down because as soon as that Hollywood spotlight hits you, you're going to be glad we kept you in the gym. So i got to give a big up to Shannon Blake and Nathan Fieldback because they did it big for me. Wow, wow. Yeah. And, and we've got somebody else I want you to introduce as well. Um, tell us a little bit about Danny and how you met Danny, and um, we'll go oh, wow, right man. that right uh, after. All I can say is heaven sent. I mean, no other way besides heaven sent. And for those who don't know who Danny Hill is, he's one of the greatest guys that I've ever became friends with. His his word is his bond, and him and Kenneth uh, from All Star, these two guys, they got together, man, and, and, and they actually hooked this show up with me and gave me the opportunity to speak with you and Leo on your show. And uh, Danny, is just, uh, he's head of security for the most powerful man in the universe, literally for music, and that's Joe Jackson. And Danny uh, saw me performing in Nashville, and uh, we passed numbers and stuff. And I didn't really know who he was. He never told me who he was. He's like, hey, man, I got some connections. I just got off the stage. I'm like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm in Nashville. Everybody got a connection. I've been waiting on a connection for (laughs) 20-plus years. Here's another connection. But I didn't throw this number away. And lo and behold, he called me, and, and, and you, got, you just got to let Danny say what, let Danny do what he do. All right, Danny, welcome to Turn It Up. Hey, how you guys doing? It's just floor. Let him have it. You know, um, he's doing good. I like what I'm hearing from him. Um, thank you very much. But I'd rather give the floor back to him. So. Oh, okay, Danny. I thought you were going to tell us a little bit about um, what you saw in him and um, what, what you were thinking when you first heard this guy perform. Well, I was sitting at the bar. I was in Tennessee and Nashville, and I was sitting at the bar, and I heard him singing, and I didn't know. So I turned around, and when I turned around, I seen the black guy up there singing. I couldn't believe it was. <laughs> you know, I'm not prejudiced or nothing, but I thought it was a white boy. But after he got done, I went over to him, like he said, he's right, and um, talked to him a little bit, got his number, and called him, and we was out in um, Gary, Indiana. We was out in Chicago, so I sent for him to come to Chicago, and he came, and they oh, picked him great. up in a limo, brought him to the hotel, and Joe was in the hotel, and um, I introduced him to Joe, Mr. Jackson, and um, we went on from there. We've been friends ever since. No oh, man, and that's I just, great. Oh, doing things for him, pushing him, trying to get him, try to get him noticed, you know what I mean? But. Mm-hmm. A big jump over from country to R and V, R and B. You know what I mean. So it's, it's yeah, yeah, hard, but it's working though. Cause um, everybody that I hear him love him, and he's a great guy. He really is, and he needs he needs what he's getting. So um, I'll give the floor back to him. All right, Danny. Well, mm-hmm. thanks for coming on and just sharing a little bit of that with us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Danny. Man, appreciate that, buddy. So, what's next for you in your career? Um, What's coming up in the near future that um, – because um, you can – it's almost – we could tell that something's about to happen with you because no one with this amount of talent goes unnoticed for too long. Oh, yeah. Well, I have something uh, – like I said, you know, God has been good to me this year. And uh, I have a friend by the name of Eddie Jackson. He's uh, the, 
been one of the lead guitars for my band since literally I've been doing country music and uh he approached me with a, a movie. He actually his friends, he's an airplane pilot and he's connected in the movie industry and I just got some papers sent out and they're putting me in the soundtrack and I'm writing a soundtrack actually to a movie called The Ride that's gonna be coming out in the near future and it's a wow. NASCAR movie. So this is this is gonna be a big thing for a small town boy. Like I said, uh getting ready to shoot a movie, uh they've already, you know, getting the paperwork together and then having the opportunity to meet people like Joe and Ken from All Star. Like I said, I can't say these guys' name uh, uh, enough because they they're they 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 mean that much to what I'm doing and it's a big step from a small town Lincoln County boy. No man, that's awesome. <laughs> and, and you know, um, we want to go ahead and move into another track before we get too far out. And um, good deal. You know, which one do you want to play first, and then I'll go ahead and start into it. <laughs> Are you asking me that? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, which one you like? Move. Uh, look around the house. Move on. I guess. I guess we'll do look around the house because you know. Okay. Uh, Move on, they got to let it soak in their system. So we hit that one. (laughs) Right, right. Well, tell us a little bit about that. And I have a lot to say about Move On, but go ahead and um, go to uh, look around the house and tell us a little bit about this track and um, what what was going on in your life at that time that made you write this one. Well, see, man, uh, look around the house. It's like a a, uh, wake up to reality type of song. You know, when you already know that the, the relationship is borderline, just devastated and you wake up to the after effect of a real departure, you know, that real hard to swallow goodbye and, mm-hmm. you know, you gaze through, this is kind of a true story, you know, you gaze through the house and in shock, you know, like you think about somebody done broke into your house or some stranger done violated your property or something, mm-hmm. everything scattered and dispersed. And this, this kind of happened to me, you know, a couple of years ago and, and then you realize, you know, the four-letter word that's called over, you know, and mm-hmm. and, and then the trash bag sitting beside you, the, the reason I come into that song and I say, I guess I'll pack me too because it literally, literally at the front door there was a trash bag and I, and that was the only thing at the time been from a songwriter's perspective that brought me dignity because if I could, because she rolled out without me even knowing it, I would have crawled in that bag and just rolled out with the trash because that's what she she meant to leave behind. It's like she, you know, perfectly executed a, a pre meditated exit while I was still asleep literally. Mm, wow. And so wow. and there wasn't and there was no questions to ask besides like I said, wasn't no need to call nobody and ask them what happened. If you want any questions, just look around the house. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, one of the things I really love about this song is how you paint the picture. I mean you really, really bring you into the house and help you to just really see where you're at, what you're feeling, what it looks like, you know, the whole thing. You tell the story of yeah, and it's just amazing, and uh, it's it's some of the best songwriting I've heard. I mean, I was just blown away by it. Thank you, man. I take I take that as a compliment because it's hard to get credit, you know, out of Nashville. It's like uh, you can present a song like that everybody loves, and you and you'll think, are these people playing with me? Because if you present them to people who's of statue that can actually help you, they shun you. They if your name's not if you hadn't written for Garth Brooks, if you hadn't written for Tim McGraw, they don't want to hear it, you know, and they won't even turn their ear to you. That's why. I'm I'm so glad I kind of have the Hulk effect with my career. You know, I stayed under the radar for so long, and you just didn't see me. You just didn't pay me no attention until I was over top of you. Then it was too late. You know what I mean? Right, right. (laughs) That's where I'm going with this now. All right. Well, (laughs) here it is. Saddle Brown will look around the house. Oh, yeah. I'm dragging my bags I'm leaving this town I'm so sick and tired of being so sick and tired of you not around Our picture's all packed up With that other stuff That you left and didn't take Cause it wasn't good enough But I thought you loved that dress You left your favorite shoe While I'm packing up what I thought you loved Guess I'll pack me too There's not a whole lot left To figure out When she moved away The truth stayed in the house This ain't a song 
You guys hear that? Did we lose the track? That wasn't my track. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, I, I thought you were taking it to another level on that one. Hey, that was just the opposite. At the, at, like I said at that show, rap had to kick in. All right, now I got, so I got to sing some acapella. Here we go. Well, well, you know, I was just online. I was trying to bring in one of the callers, and I don't know what happened with the switchboard, but apparently there was a glitch when I transferred the call back in. But um, we have a caller online now that just wanted to say hello to Saddle Brown. Okay. Tell us, tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hello. Yes, you're on. We've turned oh, it up. Okay. Um, my name is Terry Lotta from North Carolina, and I am oh. a fan of Saddle Brown. All right. Oh, wow. All right. And how long <laughs> have you been a fan? Um, for a little over a year now. Um, I got to I got the opportunity to listen to his music on MySpace, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, the song that you just uh, that you guys just um, played it, it's going to be off the chain, but moving on <laughs> is my favorite. <laughs> oh, awesome! I uh, love moving on. Yeah, what we're going to do since that did um, sort of um, filter into the show, we'll go ahead and fix that. What we'll do is um, we'll just insert that back in and edit that part out. So um, you guys can probably look for that. Um, renewed version by Sunday or so. We'll go ahead and fix that. But, you know, move on. Um, an interesting song because the move on song, right, is is you breaking up with the woman, right? Uh, well, move on, man, it's, 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 it's really it's one of those songs I wrote in a state of mind. You know, it's like not, not conforming to the approved standard of how a relationship should be. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 more in the area of a, it's, it's an internal misery that kind of the words unspoken fact you know that men think but we really don't know how to say to a woman you know mm, and mm. I, I think I think I captured a rare rare form of of male honesty in this zone and the mm, whole com- mm-hmm. you know the whole complex perspective is that you know uh, the woman the complex perspective is that the woman is really 
really she she's she's faultless. She she's a, an impeccable companion, but if it's not 50-50, it's just not fair to her commitment, you know, for the long-term aspect of it. So it's kind of a come clean, even if it kills you type of song. Yeah, yeah, because I, I listened to it and I said to myself, wow, this is the nicest way to break up with a woman I've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> and it is no nice way, but you, she, you you let her know that it, she's not the problem, and people think that this song is a, a moral song. If you listen to it, you might think, okay, well, he don't want her because of this or that. No, it's when you're stuck on a past love and, you know, you're wounded and you have somebody that loves you so much and you really can't make the heart commitment, it's just right. unfair for you to let her bring in the groceries, play second family hand, and you really know that you have no intentions of loving her because your heart will not allow you from the first, you know, scar that you had. And it's just one of those songs that, you know, if it's meant to be, you know, you got to let her go. And if you get back together, Cooper, she deserves a rightful 100% love. And if you can't give it, you know, it's just a way don't prolong it. Don't think of no lies when you look in her eyes because everybody wants to say, stop, hold up. Uh, well, maybe we can work it out. But those are the words right there that usually self-destructs everything when you go back and you know you have those intentions that your heart just won't let you know, um, just won't let you allow you to love anymore, you know, at the present time. That's just how that song was. Wow, dude. Man, you are quite the romantic, huh? concept. <laughs> Definitely got some concept. And I was into that last song, too. I can't wait to hear the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. If we have enough time, I might just go ahead and replay it again. That'll be the easiest way to reinsert it. Yeah, and um, no shame in that. Well, here it is. Move On by Saddle Brown. Can't say it to her face I won't say it behind her back Our love's at a critical stage If for a while the line's been flat I've been breathing kind of heavy I've been trying to ease my thoughts Maybe a sound I'm going crazy Maybe a sign that I'm lost Cause she don't deserve what I put her through Nobody else in this world really do She's been a captive angel for way too long Say we can try to work 
Like feeling all country. Oh, that's what's up, man. He's gonna get a yee high out of me eventually. We're working on that yee high. It's coming. That that was that was nice, man. You got some very nice concepts. I really appreciate the way he uh, the way he puts his words together. Um, he he does. You can tell he really puts thought into into what he writes. Oh yeah. And, and yeah, so this this sounds like this was a real situation of someone that was just in your life that um, you felt you couldn't do justice. Yeah, um, unfortunately, I've been in that situation a lot of times. But um, it's just a song that, um, you know, like I said, man, it's uh, I couldn't do justice. I just felt like they were better than me. So it's not a degrading song. You know, it's not a song you mm-hmm. send by leave. I don't want you. It's a song that's saying, you know, you sit down and you look in the mirror and you say, hey, she deserves better than me. And it's not, like I said, it's it's not a loyalty issue. It's just that my heart just may not be any type of an issue. Wow. Wow. You know, you, you seem like a really good guy, man. I try to be. That's that's really good to hear, Saddle Brown. I really uh, appreciate that, too, because in this industry, there's a lot of temptations, and you can be pushed quickly into a lifestyle that becomes a habit that's out of control in no time flat, man. I've seen that happen. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I just commend you for just, you know, remaining the person that you are. And um, and I'm sure that that's locked in and this is the person you're going to be from this point forward. So, you know, I just wish you the best, man. And it's just, just, it's just awesome. I really appreciate it. Now, like I said, before we end this thing, I got a few people I want to say uh, thanks for the whole shebang of the Shadow Brown Project in itself. So y'all say what y'all got to say and make sure I get to holler at those folks. Okay, yeah, well, go go right ahead. You know, we've got plenty of time. Okay, well, cool. Well, for, like I said, first and foremost, come back again. I come back to Danny Hill and Kenneth from All Star. Those boys been real good to me, you know, as far as uh, uh, Danny with the whole Jackson things going on. It's just unreal. It's surreal, and it's really going to be a life-changing experience for me to have these personal connections like that. You know, I like to say, uh, you know, special thanks out to my accountant, you know, Vicki Spiba, my personal trainer, Shannon, and, and Nathan Philbeck, my webmaster, Joanna Klein. She stays on the scene. And I will say people who uh, major, had a major impact on my career for the long ter- long-term supporters, you know, you got, I got Rebecca Meadows, you know, Janelle and Bernard, uh, Catherine Reed, Lloyd Avars, Lisa Woodford, Sue Cha, you know, and then I got a street team that's, that's awesome. They're out there now trying to push the Saddle Brown Project. You know, you got Jessica Agers, Nat Chan, Glenn Williams, Eddie Jackson and Shante Atkins, all those people, they've been looking out for me. They got Mike Stan down Nashville. He plays my uh, music in all the bars in Nashville. Mike Stan, he's one of, uh, when I first came to Nashville, he scooped me up, put me on his wing, and he took my CD and started pushing around all the clubs. And it's kind of funny. He'll put it on, and people just keep dancing. Let me see which, how my music really affects the crowd. So some of my up tempo songs, you know, I work on, he, he challenged them in nice, nice bars and stuff. And it came, it came out really, really good. And I, uh, I like to say, you know, uh, what's up to my mom and James and Derek, Lamar, my whole family, you know, and all that good stuff. And Donna, the producer of your show, and you, Mike, and Leo, you know, for, <laughs> y'all for having me and all that stuff. I want to, I want to incorporate the whole thing. So thank y'all, man. Hey, well, no, we no, really no. appreciate you you coming on board, man. And we're definitely going to, um, you know, 
keep an eye on you, man, and see where you're going, yeah. man. Anytime yeah. you got something new going on, um, give us a call back, man. We'd love to keep in touch and um, just see how your career progresses. Um, you got oh, a lot yeah. going on, man, and it's about to happen very quickly. So, you know, we may have you back on in the next month. <laughs> hey, well, man, I appreciate it. Anytime you guys need me, you know where I'm at. It don't get no better than Danny and Kenny from All Star, so I'm in there right now. Thank you all oh. so much, man. Uh, yeah, I just I just can't wait to be on the behind the music, just telling the story about how he was here on the show. Yeah, there you oh, go. Cool. He, he thought, for real, man, you you are you are really a groundbreaking uh, dude, man. I got a lot of respect for you because it's kind of like there's a lot of adversity, you know, what I'm saying that you're gonna face. You know, what I'm saying like you said earlier, mm-hmm. music as it is, but then for you, uh, I know when people see you on stage, they got all kinds of uh, thoughts that probably go through their head, and then for you to just smash it every time like that, you know, what I'm saying that 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 demands respect. You know what I'm saying? Well, thank so, you, I mean, Leo. I, 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 I kind of look at you like, you, you know, you kind of like a country tiger would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to you, know. You know what I'm saying? Gonna, you know, you know what I'm saying, though, right? Oh, yeah. I feel you, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, totally, it's totally real. And when I get my chance, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it the, the right way. And I just wanted to say, man, uh, I really thank you guys for having me on. And being that you are an independent uh, Internet station, when the, when the complete Saddle Brown station, uh, uh, story biography comes out, you know, I'll contact you guys priority because I'm all about, you know, like I said, y'all guys pulling me up when, uh, when uh, you know, to get me out there and be heard. And if I can do anything for you guys, y'all remember y'all got my word firsthand. You feel me? All right, oh, man. Yeah. Glad to hear that, I'm, man. And, and, and tell everybody your website as well as where they can buy your music right now. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. If you want to go buy some Saddle Brown music, you can go to uh, com. Saddle like the horse, S-A-D-D-L-E, Brown. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you know, just type in Saddle Brown. I'm on Twitter, too. I'm on Facebook as Saddle Brown. I got two pages on there. And so it's pretty easy to find me. But Reverb Nation, like, a you know, uh, uh, instrument reverb, Reverb Nation is where you can go download my CDs, download my ringtones, download my shirts, my socks, my shoes, and anything else, however you want to saddle up. <laughs> and tell us a little bit, how, how did you come up with the name Saddle Brown? I knew, I knew that was coming. I was wondering if I could lose that one. <laughs> I knew it was coming. But, yeah, man, uh, I got that name. It's kind of crazy. I, I was called Saddle, you know, as a kid. Everybody saddled this, saddled that, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I I got to work in the, at the front door of a of a club and I just said I don't want to give nobody my real name you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. I started giving them Saddle Brown and that was just like a name I went by and I said my my actual name is Brian Keith and I said there's Toby Keith there's Keith Urban there's Keith Whitley there's Brian uh, this Brian Adams I said Brian Keith is not gonna stick out anywhere but saddle brown i said if you think about it saddle represents the country i'm a straight country boy and brown represents me because i am proud to be uh you know a black country singer coming to the artist because i'm going to keep it the way it's supposed to be kept and i'm not going to switch up for anybody and so when saddle brown comes through you're going to know you're looking at saddle brown it all comes you understand what saddle brown means when you see me live right right (laughs) that's pretty awesome man that's pretty awesome yeah, and um, we we can't wait to see you perform, man. I'm gonna have to try to um, Google some YouTube's or something, man. You got some performances out there somewhere that people can look at as well. Well, you know, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I got some like two on YouTube, but I didn't even put those up there. These are videos that I kind of put in the back burner, but somebody had uploaded them on the MySpace, so they had actually had the copy code and they put it on YouTube. They're not bad videos, as far as you know, the quality and stuff, but they don't defy me, and, and it's it's just mm-hmm. one of those things that I I can't take it down. I contacted her on on the uh, tube, and she's not responding, and it shows that she's not. And been active in her account, so she probably don't even know I'm trying to get in touch with her. But there's some things on there you can see me actually uh, acting out in the video, actually more so than actually singing it in my Move On song. It has the lyrics to it, which was put up by a complete stranger, but I guess <laughs> it's a good thing. It, it's not bad, so I guess it's a good thing. Right, and this age of information technology is good to go viral, man. You got to yeah. just sort of... Take it the way you do all your other adversities, sort of spin it and keep it moving in the direction you need it to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but, um, yeah, you know, I, I really love your attitude about the industry, about the business, and about the way you're working through this process. And, um, you know, just stay humble, man. I'm sure you will. And um, you got a good head on your shoulders. I can tell you're a very intelligent guy as well. And uh, you, it's man. just good to know because, um, you know, then I can say to myself that I know this guy is going to make it. He won't be swayed. 
you know, you've got God on your side, and you've got a lot going for you, man. Really do. So really appreciate, appreciate you, um, God, you know, just being out there and being the person that you are for all the world to see. You know, you, you really, you really represent really well, man. And then, and that's Thank really you so much the thing that I appreciate the most. But um, yeah, we, we just got a few minutes left, and we want to save some time because we, what we're going to do is we will play that track again, and what we'll do is end the show with it. So um, if you're listening, you'll probably hear it flip around and um, just hang in there for a second. I just wanted to put in a quick PSA for a nonprofit that's doing some really good work out in Haiti. And then we'll be right back and close the show after this. Kainu, which means Our House in Haitian Creole, is an organization devoted to caring for abandoned and disenfranchised youth in Haiti. Kainu was started in 2009 by Executive Director E. Joanne Richard. Kainu aims to address the physical, emotional, and academic needs of Haitian youth. Their organizational model has adapted to the challenges unearthed by the devastating January 12th earthquake, which destroyed the majority of the government's buildings and the country's already weak infrastructure. This natural disaster created tremendous challenges, which adversely impact the hopes of the Haitian population and the future of the country. In addition to the earthquake, Recent hurricanes and other natural disasters rendered the community unable to meet the basic quality of life needs for the majority of its citizens, especially in the rural communities. Kainu seeks to rebuild hope through education and employment opportunities, as well as create relevant and duplicatable projects that the people of Haiti will be able to manage. In addition to the youth, Kainu seeks to help the adults of Haiti with the reconstruction of schools and housing. Sponsor a child and create real, lasting change, not only for them, but for their community. For just $15, a child can receive a full uniform for the school year. Kainu believes that the uniforms will build confidence for the students and also encourage families to enroll their kids in school, knowing that they will not have to choose between educating their children over feeding their families. Become a sponsor by promoting this event via email, on Facebook, Twitter, and with your community, networks, family, friends, and coworkers. For more information, check out kainu.org. That's K-A-Y-N-O-U-I-N-C dot org. Welcome back to Seekers. You're listening to Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. And we're just about done with the show. And uh, I just want to thank again... Uh, and you were just really amazing. Um, and Saddle Brown, I just don't know what to say, man, because my head is still getting wrapped around the fact that I'm now loving country music, man. <laughs> Good deal. Well, as long as you keep listening to Saddle, we cool. There you go. <laughs> it's a done deal, man. It's a done That's deal. And, um, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to it. And next time maybe uh, we have you on, we can even play a few more tracks as well. That's what's up, man. I'll keep you guys posted. All right. Well, sounds good. And um, best wishes to you again, and um, we'll just be keeping in contact, and we'll hear from you real soon. All right. Y'all hold it down. You and Leo. Hold it down right now. We'll do. Take care. All right. Well, special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman, and Kenny Mansell. I'm Michael Fordham, and you have been listening to A Measure of Truth, the Turn It Up edition. Before you go, here's something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily, but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation, good or bad, friend or foe. Watch your thoughts. They become words. And watch your words. They become actions. And watch your actions. They become habits. And watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Until we meet again, take care of what becomes of you. I'm dragging my bags. I'm leaving this town I'm so sick and tired of being so sick and tired of you not around Our pictures all packed up 
with that other stuff that you left and didn't take cause it wasn't good enough. Well, I thought you loved that dress. You left your favorite shoe while I'm packing up what I thought you loved. Guess I'll pack me too. There's not a whole lot left to figure out. When she moved away, the truth stayed in the house. This Yeah. 